you need to be able to say in one sentence, we go over this in a few different workshops because it's so critical. On stage at our investor summits, we have people actually say their one-liners on stage and we have investors rate them. Uh, and you get a rating and you might win a weekend in Park City or win an iPad, et cetera. And on stage in front of 400 people, your one-liner is getting rated. And what's fascinating is that people know their one-liner will be up on stage in front of 400 people, including 100 plus investors. And a lot of them are really bad. And they had time. They could have spent a whole day on it or one hour on it. But a lot of them, we asked for a one-liner and it's three sentences long. Some of them submit it and you have no idea what they do, even when they submit their one-liner. We'll get into how painful that is here soon. But when somebody has seen thousands of pitches a year, which is true with any well-established family office that has good connections, it's very different than going to a private investor who's going to put in $25,000, $75,000, you've known them for a few years. You're going to basically strangers and intruding on their email inbox and their voicemail and saying, hey, pay attention to me instead of everyone else who's pinging you right now. And here's why. And you have about, and we hear this from investors on stage all the time, you have one sentence or about seven seconds to get their attention or you're dead. And sometimes it's really less than one second. As you're flipping through your emails every morning, how quick do you look at an email for seven seconds to the subject line to figure out if you're going to open that email? No, you look at it for a quarter of a second. And the human being at 50 feet in 0.3 seconds can judge the opposite sex as being attractive or not instantly and automatically and subconsciously. I think on email, it's just as fast, right? If your email signature, if you're sending emails from Gmail, you don't have a picture of yourself on your email signature. You don't have your logo. You don't have your one-liner on your email signature. You don't have your contact details. You don't have a link to your website, your social media. That's all. Those are all little homework assignments for you. Because if someone opens that email, real quick, they're going to try to save themselves time if it doesn't look professional. And if you don't care about your own company, why should they care about it? If you haven't bothered to get an $8 domain name or put up a three-page website at least, why should they spend even four seconds of their life on you when you haven't spent $8 on your own business? their time is worth more than $8 right, per second. So those are all things to keep in mind. Really important that in one sentence, and this is something that we take really seriously for pitchdex.com, Andres and I went through at least 30 versions of the one-liner for pitchdex.com. Um, and we encourage everyone to do that. The first version will never be the best one. Um, there's a lot of things that make up a great one-liner. We're not going to go super in-depth on that here, but you want tangible things that other people can't say. Like Darwin German could say, we've had over 800 investors and a billion dollars plus in transactions with an average 18% IRR through multiple up and down markets. I don't know if that's his one-liner, but that's like a made-up one right now. That'd be a version number one. Somebody can't wake up tomorrow and say that same thing. Someone would say, oh, really? 800 investors? Or really, you started your business 20 years ago? And like, unless you're just a blatant you know, fraud, you can't say those things unless you've done them. So what's unique about your firm, even if it's brand new? Is it your process, your strategy, your background, your credibility, the size of the team, your IP, your focus, uh, the choke points you own, et cetera? This is super critical. Make sure you have this. It goes on the front page of your pitch deck, the top of your one pager. You leave a voicemail. You just say your one-liner and what action you want them to take. You send an email. You can just send your one-liner and what action you want them to take, like meeting for coffee, et cetera. Um, very costly if you don't have this. Most of your competition do not have this. Those who have it, have things like invest for success, or we help you like really, really generic one-liners or little taglines that mean absolutely nothing. I was driving the other day and I saw a sign. I couldn't take a picture of it fast enough, but it said diversified real estate uh, partners in your success. It's like, well, I don't know if they do mobile home parks or if they're real estate developers or property managers, or I have no idea what they do, right? There's a, someone messaged me on Facebook messenger yesterday 
they said, hey, can you review this logo for me real quick? And I don't know if they're here in the room, so I'm not going to say the name, um, but it was a very generic sounding uh, name, like Investments X, basically. Uh, but it was a little bit creative, shortener of the names. So it wasn't the true word investments. And they said, what do you think about the branding? And they were worried about the, the abstract image next to it. And I said, well, I think we need to back up and look at your brand because it says nothing about what you do. So why would you go with that brand and then have an abstract symbol? I still have no idea what you do. Most people don't have a one-liner. Now we still have no idea what you do. Why are you trying to confuse everybody on planet Earth, right? Why is it called Wilson Capital or some Greek god capital? Uh, why isn't it called you know, San Diego um, Laundromat Investors LLC? It would be better than some Greek god LLC, right? Uh, or it could be called Austin Senior Living Partners. At least then we know you're buying senior living in Austin and you're head and shoulders above the confusing branded companies out there. Um, if you add a one-liner, then it really can drive things home. Um, you want to do things with high conviction. There's a story of the Dalai Lama where someone brought their overweight son to the, the Dalai Lama and said, hey, um, can you help my son? He said, well, I'll come back in a month and I'll, I'll give you my solution. They came back in a month. He said, come back in another month. Did that for three or four months. Finally, came back and Dalai Lama said, well, stop eating sugar. And the mother said, well, why didn't you tell me that four months ago? And he said, well, back then I was still eating sugar. And so don't say things unless you mean it and be confident in what you do say and um, get investors to high conviction by being high conviction yourself and just align yourself with, with where you're really trying to go. The other rule we try to remind people of is just to invest 0.1%, not even 1%, but at least 0.1% and making all of your materials dialed in, institution, institutionally polished, and bringing you more leads. If you think about what that means, it means if you're trying to raise $100 million, we're not saying you need to spend a million dollars on your pitch deck and your materials and all that stuff. We're saying maybe spend $100,000 so you raise $100 million faster, right? And in the capital campaign world of raising $50 million, $80 million for universities and nonprofits and charities, they usually spend 3 to 7% on marketing and development, business development, that includes staffing as well. Um, but by investing a little bit, you either raise more capital or you raise it faster and you save your time. A lot of you are juggling sourcing deals, negotiating deals, and raising capital, right? So you want to do things more efficiently, more effectively, and you have to invest or other people uh, won't take you seriously a percentage of the time.